Also, I have to do it sober, so oh, more ranty than usual. I am recording. Hi, recording. I'm Dad. <laughs> wow. The rarest of rare, the breed of Dad Joe. <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in there. Amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Um... <laughs> So how nothing every, nothing happened this, this week, week, so we really don't have a lot to talk yeah, about, right? You know. Eh. <laughs> okay, first I have to ask, did you both watch the debate? I did. Yes. I did. Okay. I watched the whole train wreck from start to finish. From, <laughs> did you from, watch it live? From this I did, from the start <laughs> of the train wreck to the to the last flames <laughs> in the dumpster fire. There it was. God. Yeah, we get we I, I I did like a live thread on our Facebook page and that was kind of fun. But um yeah, Jay, Jay you did watch it live with us. Um Yes, yes I did. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm going to watch the second one though. I, I I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to say that right now. I, I, oh I my not... god. What a and, ride. And especially Brita, someone recently pointed out there's a certain something about the moderator for the next debate. Right? You know what? He really okay. Yeah. I don't know what his I don't know his name is. I don't care. Whoever he is. I don't know what he does, but he used to be intern for Joe Biden. Well, he's a journalist, like, so they're well, all anti Trumpers. Yes. Yes. But it's just it's hysterical. <sighs> You know, it's funny. It's because they always the the GOP. It's like it's like Lucy with the football with the GOP. It's like every fucking year, every fucking election, they have this thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna have debates and they're gonna be moderated by an impartial moderator who is a some sort of news drone, and they're all anti GOP. So it's like, when are they gonna, you know? Okay, but who? Okay, here's my question. The the moderators are always like news people, right? Right. Who are our other options? Yeah. Anyone like, else? Literally. No, I mean, anyone I know, but else? Like, like, who would be an option? Like, who? Anyone else? A high school? Anything? A high school <laughs> debate coach? I mean, for God's sakes! Yeah. Literally, okay. literally anyone else? A a real person with a real job? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see shock callers. That's what I want to see. You know, you're over. You get, ah! you know, I mean, this, it's funny that they call them. It, it's, they're not really debates because, you know, I've, yeah. I've seen debates. I've been in debates and these, these are not debates. It's, you know, I want to like, I almost want to do like a, the cage, right? Two, two candidates enter, one candidate leaves. <laughs> You know, it's it, it it's almost that absurd. Um, yeah. It it seems like anything would be better than what we have now, right? <laughs> I mean, literally anything. I mean, they could play paper, rock, scissors. For I an think. Hour. I think. Um, I think. I I was really surprised at how well Biden handled it. Drugs, man. Well, I mean, he stood up the whole time. He didn't pull. Yes. He didn't pass out. He didn't. He didn't make. I mean, he made a few little gaffes, but no, no major Joe isms. 
His okay. eyes, Trump? his eyes look like he was possessed by a demon because his. Oh, you look! You look like a shark. His his you watch Finding Nemo. His pupils were like, so dilated. They he like... looked like Bruce when he smells blood in the water. Yeah, the oh eyes God. just go all black. Am yeah. I wrong? No, no, no you're, you're right. right. You're right. I'm he... just like they must have like, they must have like doused him with like I don't know little girl hair smell or something. Yeah, I don't so know. he was like ah. I don't he know what they had him on, but all day. Jesus. He probably slept all day, right? Hooked up to some sort of IV right. full of, like, you know, vitamins and B12 and, and you know, keeping him hydrated and, you know, whatnot. But, like, and then right before the debate, they probably, like, pumped him full of Adderall and yeah. put him out there. Yeah. Adderall go, and meth. Go get him, go. Joe. Go get him, Joe. The other thing, too, is... Trump never gave him a chance to ramble, which like to me, that was Trump's biggest failing is he kept interrupting and he kept giving Biden the little verbal breaks that gave him time to collect himself. Trump should have just stood back, kept his mouth closed and let Joe ramble for three minutes. You give Joe Biden three minutes. Oh, I guarantee he's talking about corn pop and kids filling up his leg hairs. I guarantee it. You know, because um, he goes off, he, he starts off good. And then the longer he goes on, you know, come on, man. You know, well, I take a cognitive test. Well, would you do you do? Would you take a test for cocaine? Like, really? Well, Yo, whatever you, they gave him, it, it wore off. Because yeah. by the next day, by the was, next day, he was back to old, you know, Gaffy Joe. Well, he probably just borrowed. He probably did not borrow it. He probably just took some coke from high from Hunter. So that's entirely possible. Although I've never you know, seen cocaine blow out your eyeballs like he is. <laughs> well, I'm sure there was more than cocaine. Um, everybody. Well, not, I don't want to say everybody, but because there's a lot of people who are approving of how Trump acted during the debates. During the debates, me being one of them. Um. I, I mean, I want to think it was a tactic where he wanted to keep Joe off balance and just keep throwing shit at him and be aggressive and just go after him. And, and I think, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a tactic people do to reveal your opponent's weaknesses. I mean, it's like a, it's something people do, you know, when you're in debates or if you're in a fight or whatever, just like go guns blazing and see what falls out. And, and, you know, I, I don't think it was a bad thing. And, and really like, if you think about Trump in 2016, he, everybody loved him because he wasn't a politician and he didn't follow the rules. And he was, he was like, bombastic and he was you know all this stuff that wasn't a politician and then all of a sudden like now he's supposed to be a politician on the debate stage he's supposed to follow the rules now he's supposed i mean he's a he's a leader of the free world like he can do whatever the fuck he wants in my opinion like he's supposed to follow these like tidy little debate rules where he's going to get run over by a moderator who is clearly favoring his opponent. Right. And he, and he went in there knowing it. He knows that Chris Wallace is like a liberal turd that is going to try to, 
like, you know, stack the deck against him. And I mean, that's, that's, that's not his first run in with Chris Wallace either. No, absolutely not. So like, I don't blame. And, and that day, the day of the debate, it was just revealed that day, the, the Russiagate thing. Right. It, it had just come out that, yes, there is proof. There was like this coup against Trump from the get-go before he was even inaugurated. They were trying to tear him down. Yep. And, and it had just come out. And, and you know what? Good for Trump for being angry. Good for him for being aggressive. Because, you know, he, he's not playing their game. And that's what it is. It's this big game that's rigged against him, and he knows he knows it. So why does he have to play it? Okay. No, you're right. There. He Trump Trump is at his best when he is being Trump. Yeah. <laughs> when he's being himself. When he go in know. there, fuck some shit up, and I'm you know and smirk and smirk. Yeah. Well, you know, I like I like I said on the on the Facebooks, the the big loser is Chris Wallace, <laughs> who will oh, never de- he will that never guy, moderate you know, ever so, again. So, so you know, he's supposed to be an impartial. Theoretically, he's supposed to be impartial, right? Mm-hmm. But he kept, you know, he kept doing stuff like he'd ask Trump about, you know, he brought up the, um, the fine people hoax. Oh my God. Oh my God! Like that was there, a real thing, and that's that's been so debunked for years. Like and then he brought up the he he flat out lied about the um, critical race theory ban. Yep. yep. He oh, called yeah. it he called it sensitivity training. No. Yeah. Trump didn't outlaw sensitivity training. He outlawed critical race theory, which is a Marxist philosophy. And I'm sorry, but the government shouldn't be spending money to indoctrinate people in Marxist philosophy. <clears throat> so, you know, but that, you know, there were other things. What did he talk about? He, you know, he talked to, oh, oh, the whole, you know, how many fucking times is Trump going to have to disavow white supremacy? I mean, well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's been oh, yeah. disavowing it since like. 2016. Tw- yeah. Since like. There the, was. The no, day after he came down came the escalator. Today. There was a video that came out today. Chris Wallace, in the 2016 debate, asked Trump the exact same question about white supremacy and KKK. And I, yep. I guess in 2016, it was David Duke was the big thing. Right. You and, know? and Trump Sin. And Trump was like, of course I'm disavowing yeah. the KKK. Right. Of course. Like, what is the... But Chris Wallace, same... I mean, look up the video. I'm sure oh, yeah. you can Google it and find it. It is the exact same question. Really? Well, it just means Chris We're Wallace still had, doing had this? an original thought. And, you know, it's not years. Chris Wallace. It's, it's That's all they can try to pin on him. Right. Is oh Trump is such a big racist. Well, but the, the thing the, is, it the works. Theory, the theory uh, is that that they're scared because he's pulling away the minority vote, 
Yeah. He's, he's yeah. gaining he's he gaining the black vote like crazy. He's gaining the Hispanic vote like crazy. Yep. And they're scared you. to death about that. So they keep hammering on that one thing. Um and and while they're I mean, asking Trump to disavow, you know, something he's disavowed repeatedly, not not a single question to Biden about, you know, Antifa or BLM or any of that stuff. No, it was worse than that. Yeah, it was worse than that. He's like, oh, Antifa is an idea. Right. Oh, which is OK. So is communism. But fucking Stalin killed 60 million people. You know, the people that are gathered calling themselves Antifa, acting as Antifa, waving the fucking flags. Those are the groups we're talking about. Right. And it infuriates me that they're allowed to get away with that bullshit. Of course Ooh, they're Antifa, allowed to get away with it. Antifa, show me the org chart for Antifa. Fuck you. You yeah. know what the fuck we're talking about. Don't play these fucking coy games. You know it. It makes you look fucking stupid. Oh, okay. So if they don't exist, we can just fucking run them over, right? Because they ain't, they ain't there. I mean, they, that's the kind of idiocy. Oh, it's an idea. We can't disavow Antifa because it's not a person. No. No, they're waving their stupid flags. They got their fucking uniform. They're attacking people. I don't care who they call them. I don't care if they call themselves the fucking cute fuzzy puppies. They're gathered together as a group to do things, to do bad things, to hurt people, burn businesses, steal shit. And the fact that not only did he not disavow them, he played the cutesy fucking word game. Oh, well, they don't have an org chart. Tell me, show me where they're incorporated. It just, oh, it's like my, it's one, one of my many hot button things. You know, this whole like, oh, we can get away with anything as long as we're not officially incorporated. Who came up with that? And, and they let them get away with it. And they're still pushing that. Well, it's right-wing agitators. It's oh, the yeah. Proud Boys. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, Are Unbelievable. you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Portland was on fire for 100 days, all because of right-wing agitators. Sure. Whatever. I, I, I saw Santa Claus there, too. I think they're I mean, very I desperate. I think they're desperate. They're I hope hoping, so. They're hoping it sticks. I mean, they know it's not true. And honestly, the American people know it's not true as well. And they're hoping they're they're just throwing something against the wall and hoping it sticks. Yeah, the the whole the you know the whole, the whole disavowing white supremacy. That's the that's they've been pushing this. He's racist all along. Nobody can come up with any concrete ideas, mind you. No, it's I mean, just assumed. It's they right, say it exactly. They say Trump's a racist liar. Like he's a racist because he's a racist because because they say so because right. he is. You know, you ask him for examples, and it's like, well, everybody knows he's a racist. Right. It's you know, like- the, the one lie that keeps coming up, and Joe Biden keeps, he keeps repeating it over and over, and it, it makes me so angry, is the, the Trump called the military losers and, what yep. was oh, it? Yeah. Yep. Losers and, what is it? Whatever, yeah, whatever, I, whatever it is, slackers. I thought. Uh, something. I don't. Whatever it was, it's it's. I mean, it's been documented that this is not true, right. on record. Over twenty some, you know, official people 
with names have come yep. out and, and put their names on it and said, no, this is not true. But the media keeps letting Joe Biden get away with this. Including- and that's the thing that makes me so angry. I'm like, it's not true. They don't yep. care. But I mean, Chris, but, Chris Wallace sat there and asked Trump the, the, about the fine people that he knows. Yep. He yes. knows that's not true. And yet yeah. he asked the question. It's the hands up, don't shoot. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's, it's fucking Goebbels. If you tell a lie long enough, it becomes the truth. Right. Yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly what they're doing. We're yeah. seeing it unfold. Yep. That's exactly what it that, is. You know, if you say, well, he called, he called the white supremacists in Charlottesville fine people, except that he didn't. Right. And, you know, and it's, I mean, it's, if you were to start saying, you know, Vice President Biden, how do you respond to the allegations that you raped an eight year old girl? They, I mean, they would, the place would explode. People would lose, they would absolutely go nuts if you just made something up like that. But you do it to Trump and it's fine. Well, even, you know, as, as Dan Rather said, well, even if he didn't say it, a lot of people believe it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, we're through the looking glass here. Well, you know, yeah, we are. someone might we believe are. it. I mean, I could believe that Joe Biden is actually a space alien from planet Xenu. So there we go. It's true. This is what passes for journalism. And second of all, Dan Rather. That would be like the (laughs) Democrats having having Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren, you know, representing the Cherokee Nation. Oh, wait, didn't they do that? They did do that. Not represent, but she she was... Yeah. They had something where... it just this whole we can say whatever we want and and nobody calls us on it and you know we've we've come to a weird place with with news media we've come into a really weird place and it's and i think it's because there's so much information there's so much i mean you go on Facebook, you go on Twitter, you go on, you know, Google, and there's so much. Yep. And it's, it has become a cacophony. And you don't, and, and you're looking at the news, right? And there's so much of it that, like, in a cacophony, like, some notes are good notes and some notes are good, bad notes. And, and at a certain point, like, you're listening to this, this let's say, orchestra of news and it has become a cacophony and you can't tell anymore what is good and what is bad. Like, who, who exactly is, is the off-key one here? And, and you don't know anymore. And I think that's by design. Yeah, Scott. You know, Scott Adams has like, a theory about that. Oh, really? Me he and says, Scott Adams. Yeah, Scott Adams. Mm-hmm. He he says it's the AI in charge. He he thinks people mm. people aren't making the decisions anymore. It's all AI driven, um, clickbait and. Oh, it's absolutely clickbait. It's absolutely. It's, it's the algorithms are picking which stories based on response and all that kind of stuff. So he said he thinks humans almost aren't in the loop anymore as far as what people see in the news and all that kind of stuff. 
Well, I mean, it, it's pretty apparent if you if you read any like total news article, it's absolute crap. Right. And and there's typos everywhere, and it's crap, and nobody cares because nobody reads that far. Right. They just read the headline, maybe the first yeah. paragraph, maybe. Yeah. I feel like I. It's very in, it's very yeah. interesting to see you bring up Scott Adams, Alan. Okay. Because he is a trending on Twitter. Is he's, he? He's always tweeting yes. trending on Twitter. Yes. What did he say? Dilbert creator Scott Adams says Trump may have lost his vote after refusing to denounce white supremacy. That's, oh my God! That's actually not what he said. I watched yeah. it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and you know, and it's just it, that that's it. You tell a lie often enough. Wow. You know, and you just you you hammer it that way. Oh, look, he lost his support because he wouldn't denounce white supremacy. That's, that's not what Scott Adams said at all. Well, that's again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the headline is yeah. Wow. Trump lost Scott Adams' vote over white supremacy. So That's, you know, it's yeah. insidious. It it really is. Yeah. You know, well, just make think, shit up. Yeah. You know, just keep you know, just say the same lie over and over again. It works. You know, uh, the hands up, don't shoot is the perfect example. Fucking Harvard. Law school was doing a demonstration on hands up, don't shoot long after it had been discredited. doesn't matter. How many people do you think that happened under Trump? Oh, yeah. I guarantee you it might not be a majority, but it is a sizable minority. Because all of these race problems, we started having them under Trump. All the riots started under Trump. Again, it doesn't have to be true. It doesn't even have to be vaguely related to reality. Just say it. Just say it. You know? Well, that, I mean, that's, look at... That's what passes for news these days. Look at look at the, the last... God, since 2016, the, the media has been... You couldn't... I mean... Every single day, day in and day out, Russiagate, 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 Russiagate. They pounded the ever-living shit out of that, knowing it was false. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it was an angle. It keeps Trump off guard. It's ridiculous, but... And it's projection, which that's that's the other thing is they're not even smart enough to make it different from what they're actually doing. <laughs> right. Joe Biden's <laughs> over there giving his family members multi-million dollar gigs they have no business taking. Well, well, so huh. that's the big think about it, Jay. So what are the what are the two big complaints that they lodged against Trump? That he was colluding. He was colluding with the Russians, which yeah. is what oh, Hillary yeah. was doing. And that he was and making Joe a crooked Biden. deal with Ukraine, which is what Biden was doing. So <laughs> it's like they can't even come up with an original 
conspiracy theory that what, they're it's, not it's, doing themselves. Well, what it is is if we're doing it, they must be doing it too. So, you know, you you cannot imagine that your opponent could actually I, be. I think it's I think it's a little more than that. I think it's I think it's because if 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 people get used to the Russia colluding with Russia conspiracy theory and it gets debunked, then it's debunked for everyone. Oh, God, there's another there's another possibility. And if the colluding with Ukraine theory is debunked, then it's debunked for everyone because nobody people aren't capable of separating things in their mind. Right. They'll hear Russia colluding with Russia, you know, and they'll go, oh, that's debunked or whatever. It's very interesting that you say that, because another trending on Twitter is two conservative operatives face charges over false voter robocalls. <gasps> so that's there you go. exactly, yep. you know, there's, there is an absolute flood of Democrats harvesting ballots Ilan Omar right look oh at Mike Mike Bloomberg is paying fucking he right. is paying for felons to get their rights back right and the the Florida Attorney General is like that's clearly illegal yep but what's trending on Facebook robocall false robocalls right now I haven't even looked into it it's just very interesting. Four felony counts. Okay. How many felony counts for Ilhan Omar? Right. Well, yeah. also, right. How or, come, or Mike Bloomberg. How come they can't find the people that are spamming this shit out of my phone, but they find <laughs> those guys? What's up with that? Yeah. But it's very interesting that of the of the four, what's happening? The trending things on Twitter. Two of them are deliberate hits on the right. Well, you know, it's it's funny because you know, you, you mentioned the hands <clears throat> up don't shoot. And then we have then we have the Brianna Taylor thing, and then we have you know, all these other things. The yep. you know, George Floyd and all this other stuff. And 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 if you if you wait 10 seconds and find out the real story it's you find out it's not at all what yeah yeah media, but it doesn't matter i know it doesn't yep. matter but i'm, I'm just saying their their false narrative is already out there they don't right. care but the, right. but the they jump on the so so i'm going to make a comparison you know how the we say the supply of hate crime <laughs> is so low that they have to invent hate crimes to make it a thing. Right. The the incident of bad police shootings is so low that they have to invent them in order mm-hmm. to make it a thing. There are so few actual bad cop yeah. incidents compared to you know all i mean we all we all have that story we all know the asshole cop we all you know i mean i'm not talking about that yep. i'm talking about the people that yep. are you know shot well, by mistake i'm sorry there, if you're there was... if you're reaching for a knife in your car and the cop yeah. shoots you 
that's not a bad shoot. <laughs> yep. If yep. if if they're breaking down your door to serve a warrant in the middle of the night and you shoot at a cop and they shoot you back, that's not a bad shoot. Now you can argue about whether there should be no knock raids and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's, you know, right. the, if you right. look at the if you look at the Brianna Taylor of the three cops there, the only one that was charged with anything at all was the one that was outside by the window and just started shooting randomly in weird directions. Right. Which is exactly who out of the three. Right. Should face some scrutiny. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, really? Yeah. The other two, nothing. You just Cause, Barney fifed it. Because because they didn't do anything wrong. I mean, like I said, you can we, we can argue about whether no not <clears throat> raids or you know should happen. Right. I don't right. think they and should, but that's that's neither here well, nor there. I mean, that's definitely not over over drugs, but yeah. I mean, I mean, if you know, there's I don't know. It's just you know, it's the, the one thing. really egregious example of a bad police shoot that I saw this year was I can't remember what town it was. I want to say it was Arizona, but I, I can't be can't be sure. Where the guy was home with his girlfriend and they were playing video games and they were being loud and the neighbors called the cops and the cops came up to the door and they you know, knocked on the door and the guy came out and stood in the doorway. He came, came out because he didn't know who was knocking on his door at nine 30 at night. Right. He comes out, he has a gun in his hand right. because he didn't know who was at his door, knocking on his door at nine 30 at right. night. And they just shot, which him. is, and they shot him point. He turned to put the gun down. Right. And they shot him and they, they shot him and he was a white dude. Yeah. The only other one I know so, of is uh, Justine Damon. Oh my God. Yes. That was terrible. But you know, it's like, there's this mythology that cops only shoot black people. No, they, if, Eric Scott. Yeah. Perfect. If, you know, and that's, that's one of those things where it's, you know, whenever I hear the, you know, your silence is violence. It's like, no, fuck you. Because when it didn't involve you, you're fine with it. When it's one of those icky gun owners who had right. someone outright lie to the cops on the phone call. Right. Oh, and that's then, right. That that's right. Yeah. Costco yeah. in in uh, in Nevada. Right. right. Okay. He comes out, he's got one cop telling him to put his hands up, another cop telling him to drop the gun. What's he do? And he gets shot and killed. The store owner was never prosecuted. They oops lost the video. Nobody cared. Nobody fucking cared. Nobody rioted. Nobody there was no justice for Eric. The family's still trying to get money. They're still trying to get some of the, the legal bills back. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, and, and here's the thing. There, there was an example. I, I, I remember looking, looking at this. When happened, it was back in 2012. It was a South Carolina state trooper. Pulled a guy over for a seatbelt violation. Claimed he was in fear for his life, shot him. They came out with the dash. The, the, there was footage from the gas station. There was footage from the dash camera. It was clearly not the case. The dude got out. He's like, like looking at him. The guy started, the cop starts shooting him. He's oh like, boy. what are you doing? What are you doing? 
the cop was kicked off the force, sentenced with assault and battery. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me just check. Sentenced to 12 years in jail. Wow. And that's the whole thing is when when the system works. The system works. When when you allow it to work and you don't riot and you have to well, you know that's the thing. You have to separate actual bad exactly. cops from exactly. perceived and, bad cops. And that's one of the biggest problems I have with this whole thing. There are cases out there. Sure. They're just the journalists are fucking lazy. Right. They have these sensational stories dropped in their laps. Right. And rather than say, hey, you know what? This fits all of our preconceived notions. Why don't we do some investigation? They're like, oh, my God, look what happened. Run with it. Exactly. And, And it becomes like... I, I don't even know, you know, it's, it's all like the, the Duke lacrosse players. Remember that they were accused of raping the stripper. Oh yeah. yeah except yeah. that it never happened. Except it never happened. Right. And, and you get stories like that, that dilute the impact of actual, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you you get used to hearing these, Oh, they claimed this, but it didn't really happen that way. They claim this. It just, it, it, it makes people less likely to pay any attention when it really happens. And that's like the biggest thing. It's like, it's like crying racism or sexism or whatever ism you care to. When it's really just, I don't like their politics. You know, calling someone racist has has lost all meaning except that there really are actual honest to God racists out there. Oh, sure. Sure. But guess what? You know, but when everyone's a racist, no one is. And that's the problem. But Jay, it's, uh, it's, it's more than that because this, this whole, this whole racist thing is an American grievance study invention. Because if you go to every country in the world that's not the United States and you look at the population, what you find is they are virulently racist against anyone that's not them. If you go Alan, to China, you, you, if you go you to can't Japan, be claiming Japan is, is xenophobic. Of course. Oh <laughs> you, well, but, but no, seriously, you go to any no, I, I ethnic agree. majority country anywhere in the world. And they are virulently racist against anyone that's not them. And so, and so to come to to the U.S. and go, oh, the U.S. is racist. U.S. The U.S. is possibly the least racist country in the entire world. That's. So the argument—that's a really good, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and we stopped that shit and fought a war over it, and it's over. I mean, yeah, you can't—you know—you can't—you can't can't judge the past by the standards of today. It doesn't work. 
you know, I mean, <laughs> good Lord. They keep doing it, though. I know they keep doing it because they can, because they want to reset everything. That's the whole Marxist thing. That's that's what all these riots are for. That's what these pulling down the statues is to reset everything to re- year zero so they can do whatever the fuck they want. That's the whole point. You can't give them an inch. You can't give them anything. So I, the the debates this past week were in Cleveland, uh, where I live, and there was a photo. You're talking about statues. There was a photo, and I I ugh. okay. I was fully expecting that there were going to be riots and there was going to be all sorts of nonsense in downtown Cleveland. It turned out there wasn't because, well, they called in the national guard and they had been preparing for it. Like, you know, for days before the the debates. So Cleveland, Cleveland's kind of like a weird town. Like we're Cleveland's like a democratic town, except there's this whole like blue collar, no nonsense. Everybody has to go to work in the morning, settle your shit down kind of kind of vibe in Cleveland. You know what I mean? We all want to get along. It's cold here for fucking six months out of the year. It's like, can't we just get through this shit together kind of vibe in Cleveland? So, and, and anybody who lives here will back me up. Like, you know... Okay. Anyway, so I, but I was, because we did have riots in May after the whole, what's his face, George Floyd thing. Um, And Cleveland is still trying to recover from that. And there's still places that are closed and, you know, COVID didn't help, of course, but um, Cleveland's still trying to recover from what happened back then. But um, anyway, so I saw a photo in the cleveland.com which is like the, you know, the main newspaper website of Cleveland. And there was a photo of the Black Lives Matter, um, I guess, protesters. And there was about, there was a good, good number of them outside the art museum. And they were on the back, the back steps of the art museum. Alan, we have pictures from there. Yep. And the the back i i think it's the back technically of the art museum there's steps going down and there's this beautiful like reflecting pool and like it's it's gorgeous but on the top of the steps is a statue of the thinker now rodan's the thinker um there's a number of these statues because they're you know he he did the he did the sculpture and it was cast in bronze or whatever and there's a number of them um i don't know how many but cleveland has one of them detroit has another um you know there might be some others around the country but i know because i've been the art museum museum so many times i know the cleveland thinker and the cleveland thinker is unique because it was um blown up by terrorists. Um, Wasn't it like the Weather Underground faction? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm looking it up. Cleveland Thinker statue. And 
It was given to the art museum in 1917. And I think it was like the late 60s or early 70s that it got exploded. It doesn't say. Anyway, um, our thinker, you can look it up. Why does this say like what the thing is? March 1970, um, there was a bomb that somebody had placed. And it was kind of like, you know, homegrown terrorists. It was... It was Marxist. It was it was that sort of group. It was <clears throat> homegrown left wing terrorists. Left wing, and for me, like to see the Black Lives Matter outside the art museum, all around the Thinker, it was. I had like an emotional reaction, like, and because like we have seen the Black Lives Matter groups like break into places and destroy things, and I was like really worried about the art museum like the art museum has obviously you know they have lots of security and lots of measures to prevent anything happening but it just was like striking to me like i was like here we are again you know 50 years later here we are again yep same sort of people doing the same sort of thing. And, and I, I really think that it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a thing. These, these crazy Marxists do like, like the ISIS, the, 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 yes. they like blowing up statues and yes. shit. The, in Iraq the Buddha. And, the yeah. Taliban yeah. was destroying yeah. the Buddha. You know, they were, I mean, they, they, but, they like to claim those are religious fundamentals, but they're Marxists. Right. But it's interesting, speaking of Marxists and old things, mm-hmm. who's touring with Joe Biden but Hanoi Jane? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> An old Marxist. It, it, they, they want to relive the 60s. And, and the, the thing is, if you were, you know, a teenager in 69, you're, um, you know... Getting close to you're in your seventies. You're Joe Biden's age. Yeah. Yep. And that's you know they're they're the the poll worker age. Yeah. What? That's what like the, all these... the old ladies go yeah. to the polls and and all the you know yeah. that's who I mean it's their last last hurrah really. I just wanted to mention though that this whole tearing down statues and you know blowing up the thinker in Cleveland and and whatever else they have done. Is is like part of the history of the world. If you, and this is total like art history nerd, but I mean, if you go back to ancient Egypt and you look at their their statues and their temples and their their whatnots, there are always examples of the new pharaoh chiseling out the name of the old pharaoh. Right. Or, you know, destroying the the statue of the old pharaoh or the old god of the old pharaoh. You know, it's like, it's it's human nature. And it's just so strange to see it again. Like, it's 2020, people. Like... People don't change. You're tearing down statues and... But it really speaks to the level of (laughs) intellectual maturity of these people who are doing this. 
they're still intellectually like, I'm going to yeah. chisel out the old God. And, it, and you know, it's Win, it's Winton Smith furiously yeah. erasing what happened. We've yeah. always been at war with East Asia. Yes. You know, it, it's like if we can just get rid of this, then then nobody will know what happened. It's just it's just strange to to know that I'm living in in one of those times of yeah. human history. Anyway, well, one thing I wanted to mention is a is fallout from the debate. Yeah, remember uh, Joe Biden uh, slandered Kyle Rittenhouse. Woo! <laughs> yeah, and good, good catch. And his, not a good choice. His Joe. his lawyer basically said, you know, you need to apologize or we're going to sue you. And then the Biden campaign doubled down. So not oh. only not only did Biden slander Kyle Rittenhouse he during the debate, him. he libeled oh, him because yes, they yes. released they released an ad that yep. had that in it again. So yep. yeah, so uh yeah. Um basically a minor yeah. was called a white supremacist, even though there's Zero. I mean, it's it's not that there's not even any evidence. There's no there's zero information to even support that. Right. Um, and this is this is a this is a politician slandering a private citizen. Now you can you can try to claim unsuccessfully that he is he's a public figure now, but notoriety because of a legal case does not right. make one a public figure. There, there are certain qualifications. You have to be putting yourself out there as a right. public figure. You have to be right. seeking public attention in order to be a public figure. And Kyle Rittenhouse is not doing any of that. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I think, I think that, uh, you know, Kyle's going to get his legal bills paid for by the Biden campaign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's gonna him and uh, what the hell is his name Sandman? There are gonna be able to yeah. make yeah. donations to Nicholas Trump Sandman. Well, yeah. but you know, same, I mean, same think lawyer, about it. Mind. Think about it. They it's it's like what it, I don't know what these I don't know what the thought process that goes on in these people's you know obviously Joe there's no thought process there at all he just yeah. spouts out whatever. Well, he's not the one making the videos. No, right. like, that's right. what I'm saying. Somebody in the Democrat in the in the Biden campaign was like, oh yeah, let's do this, and you're, I'm like. Do you people not stop and think? Maybe no, they don't, maybe they they're don't true have believers. To, Alan. They don't have to think. That's the thing. You put it out there. You put out Trump's a racist. Poof, he's a racist. Yeah. Because we said it, it must be true. Yeah, but the the difference the difference is is you can't it you know, you can say that about um Trump and and it's just your opinion. Yeah. But but when the Biden campaign and Joe Biden himself say that about a minor private citizen. Yep. That's that's and they do and it twice and they know it's not true, that's malicious. And again, you know, I'll I'll apply my same standard. Imagine if Trump I mean, look at how insane the left went whenever you said anything about Greta Thunberg. Oh yeah. Who oh boy. Is a public figure. Right. Yeah, she's she's a, a child. Yeah, but she's exactly. the definition of a public figure because she was 
putting herself out there and seeking attention. Exactly. And if you dared to say anything against her, the left shat their pants and went on a tirade about she's just a child. Does it make you feel good to attack a defenseless child? Well, we know Kyle Rittenhouse ain't defenseless, but, (laughs) you know, but again, you know, the rules mean what we make them out to mean. And we're exempt because that's how it is. Yeah. And Kyle, Kyle is now American hero. I got to tell yeah. you that the he Kenosha is, kid. Yeah, he has he is. a He's the Kenosha huge kid. fan club. <laughs> a bet, just, I, 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 a bet, yeah. I bet he has no but, trouble getting laid when he gets out of jail. Hey, but you know, hey, here's he's 17, Brita. What? He's a minor. He's Alan. 17. You pervert. He's 17. <laughs> okay. I was minor? 17. I know what it's like. <laughs> TMI. Thank 17 you. year old boy has no morals at all. Oh anyway, here's oh the thing, God. though. He, was, he, he didn't <laughs> shoot any people, he just shot an ideology. Oh, that's right, right Jay. They, you know, they, yeah. they, they were just you know, wandering around doing nothing. So yeah. they're not part of an organization. So they don't exist. Right. You know, if, if it doesn't have a corporate headquarters, it doesn't exist. That that's what that argument boils down to. So Kyle should be fine. I just, you were at the end of our show now. <laughs> not, and, not quite, but almost. Well, yeah, Jay has to go but, soon. But we're talking about uh, Kyle. Um, the sole survivor of Kenosha has spoken out. <laughs> and I just want to read it out loud because I am oh, amused. God. He said, what's his name? Gage Gro- Grosskreutz, whatever his last name is. Felon. Just call him Felon. Felon. Um, I was shot point blank with a two twenty three round from the shooter. And I am now missing 90% of my bicep. This has not been easy emotionally, physically. I'm in constant pain, like excruciating pain that just doesn't go away. Good. Both in my arm and in my heart. Yeah, it's too bad he didn't hit you in the heart, you jackass. <laughs> this is the one who was bragging on social yes. media that he, he wished he'd shot this kid. Yeah. Yes. He emptied his magazine into him. And by the way, he's got a domestic violence charge against him, which according to the which according to the Lautenberg Amendment makes him an ineligible person to own a firearm. He can't even carry one. Really? We have him. We have pictures of him carrying a handgun. Yeah. Oh, why is he not in jail? We had the yeah. words out of his mouth that he had one. Ooh, we had pictures. Yep. I mean, while they were trying to say that Kyle Rittenhouse shot an unarmed man, he's holding a fucking gun. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they're showing him holding a pistol in his hand. Yeah. Going, he shot an unarmed man. I mean, this this isn't, you know, Clint Eastwood and Unforgiven. This is, he had a, he's got a handgun in his hand. He shot an unarmed man. It's, again, you tell the lie often enough, 
those pictures disappear. You know, talking about Kyle Rittenhouse and his and his, you know, shooting that guy. You know, it's I I I wonder. You know, does he have any? Do you get any like tactical training or anything like that, or is this all just like massive innate presence of mind? Because you know, I've yeah. watched that video so many times, and I don't think I don't think it could have been done any better, other than not being there in the first place. Right. You know, he. You know, he he was careful where he pointed his gun. He didn't shoot anybody that wasn't an immediate deadly threat to himself. Right. He that one time in the in the heat of battle, literally in the heat of battle, when the guy threw up his arms and backed off, he Rittenhouse dropped his muzzle to the ground. Yep. And then, you know, he pulled his gun and started in on him again, and that's when Rittenhouse shot him. But, you know, in the heat of battle, he'd had enough presence of mind to not shoot somebody who wasn't an immediate threat. That is impressive as hell. I don't care who you are. I don't, yeah, you know, I don't know where, the where it came from, but... Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's been something making the rounds quite a bit. And it, it will be, you know random armed forces person talking about being in either Iraq or Afghanistan saying that, you know, we weren't allowed to shoot someone unless they were actively shooting at us, but yet the cops can do this. And I'm like, what that means is you had shitty rules of engagement. Not that the cops are, are doing something. they sh- It doesn't necessarily mean the cops are doing something they shouldn't. It well, means yeah. you have bullshit rules of engagement. Well, it's also that cops and, and cops and military are not the same. They're two yeah. totally different things. Yeah, but it's it's clearly to shape the narrative, right? That, of course, know, the, the cops you, are but you, you know doing something wrong. You can't compare them. They're not the same. <laughs> it's just yeah, like like what. What you're also saying, the part, that, and, and I, it, this is not against the soldiers, etc. It's the the thought process that says American police have more more latitude to shoot threats than our armed forces. That's not a condemnation of the police. That's a condemnation of the bullshit rules of engagement when we send men and women into harm's way. Well, That's what you should be angry about. It's it's also not the same thing. You know, I mean, again, right. cops aren't the army and the army aren't the cops. The right. They're two entirely separate things. You can't compare them. As much you know, as they would like to, the cops can't call in airstrikes, right. except, Philadelphia, well, except Philadelphia. Well, not only that, but cops, you know, just just because you're a cop, so so I would I would turn that around and go, you know, just because you're a cop, you do not lose your right to self-defense. Right. Now, in the military, you're under a different, you know, you're not, you're under the UCMJ. And it is arguable that you do have you do not have a right to self defense under the UCMJ because you you know it's whatever your whatever your officers tell you it is right. if they want you to stand there and get shot then you're going to stand there and get shot I mean 
that's just the way it is. I mean, that's what you're there for is to stand there and get shot at. Um, the cops are not, they don't operate under that. They go into shitty parts of town. They deal with shitty people. And if somebody pulls a gun on them or, you know, or, or behaves in a, you know, a, a, what appears to be a life-threatening manner, they can shoot them just like you or I could. Because because we're not we don't operate under those rules of engagement. If somebody comes at me with a gun, I can shoot them. So yeah. Plus my my other question is, are those really guys that have been over there in the sandbox as real operators, or are they just faux want to be? You know, you know. Either way, yeah. It's just. The point you're making is not the point you think you're making. Right. Is Jay in the bathroom? Sounds like he is. I think he's taking thanks, away his... Thanks for putting us on mute, Jay. <laughs> While you put on... <laughs> take... <laughs> he totally is! Yeah, he is. <laughs> 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 and you heard it here on the score report people <laughs> oh boy yep. wait what's going on my mic was cutting out <laughs> you'll have to listen to the show <laughs> never mind so anyway anyway anywho so when is the next debate I don't know you know, I didn't. I didn't even look. Yeah, <laughs> I bet it, I bet it gets canceled. One I was like, the one, the one, that, for, but the one that's being moderated by a Biden intern. The the the, the media talking points are, are Joe should cancel. He doesn't need to do anymore because he had his one good one, right? Yeah, that, and that's oh, exactly it. That had, was good. He his, he, well, for Joe, yeah, that was. I, I for, honestly, yeah. I'd say for that debate, Joe exceeded expectations by far. Yes. He did not shit his pants. He didn't yeah. shit his pants. He didn't pass out. He didn't pee on anything. He didn't sniff anybody's hair. He <laughs> he had a few minor gaffes, but nothing, you know, I mean, right. he didn't. Second debate. He didn't really screw anything up, so. October 15th in I, Miami. I bet they don't do another one. Uh, yes, they're going to they're gonna claim that the coronavirus threat is too too high. Okay. Or that, or that Trump's a bully, and you know, I mean, there's, you know, I have to confess about what I was hoping for for the first debate. I have to confess. Oh, like you have to confess? We know what you were hoping for. Well, okay. Did I say this already on the show or no? I don't no, think I did. I don't think so. I was hoping that the debate would be so tough on Joe Biden that he, his eyeball, would start to bleed. Again, I mean, he had the eyeball bleed like on TV. It wouldn't be the first time. Right. So I was hoping like his eyeball would start to bleed and then he would stroke out on the show, on the stage. And like Trump at that point would be a legend forever. <laughs> Trump kills his debate partner without, without even touching him. Like, legend. I Come killed on. you with the power of my mind. <laughs> the power of Trump compels you. Awesome. You but know, no. I kind of would like to see if there is a second debate 
I would love to see Trump just come out, be calm, respectful. He could do it. You know, exactly. Just totally stop on a dime and just be like, well, as my esteemed colleague has pointed out, this happened. However, there are additional facts, you know. Yeah. The single biggest thing that bothered me the most about the debate was each candidate was given time to make the case why the American people should vote for him. And Trump didn't mention three Nobel Peace Prize nominations. No, he didn't. I was surprised. He didn't mention the record unemployment. He had a golden opportunity to say, hey, here's everything else that's not coronavirus, that's not my taxes, that's not this cooked up thing from Russia. These are things, you know, I have not committed any troops. In fact, I've brought troops home. Yeah. I have led negotiations between Israel and a good chunk of the Arab world that have resulted in real, honest communication. I got North and South Korea to start talking in. I got Kosovo's, Kosovars and Albanians talking again. I'm negotiating the art of the deal. And I've been recognized for it three times. You know, and, and to say before coronavirus, the economy was humming along and we're coming back. Despite taking this huge hit, we're coming back. We're coming back strong. Oh, and, yeah. And Every, everywhere I drive, there's, hire, you know, we're hiring signs, help yeah. wanted signs everywhere. You know, and, and that would have been an excellent opportunity to get the message out that the media is never going to cover. And, you know, the media is never going to cover it. You know, Donald Trump has Israel and the UAE signing a historic treaty. And all CNN can say is they weren't social distancing. (laughs) You know, that's what you can expect. So. Use that time. Yep. And speaking you know, of time, wait, we're yeah. out. Can I just can I just make one more point? Sure, sure. Really quickly, there may not be another debate because all of the RussiaGate paperwork is getting released. <gasps> dun dun dun! October surprise. October maybe? surprise, honey. It is coming out. Until next week. The October surprise will be the Biden campaign is bankrupt because Kyle Rittenhouse has it all. (laughs) (laughs) Biden's going to have to hold a bake sale to put up campaign commercials. That's all right. Uh, The media will do it for him. They always do. Well, Bloomberg could be in jail because of what he did in Florida. Yeah, that won't happen. Nobody ever no. goes to jail, Jay. This is ridiculous. No, I, I, you know, all this Russia, you know, all this investigations of Russia and collusion and Comey and all this stuff. Not a single one uh-huh. of those fuckers will ever go to jail. Yeah. It's all oh, bullshit. I don't know. I I would be I would love to be proven wrong, but my prediction Same. is they won't go to jail because they never go to jail. Some some minor underling might get Scooter convicted Libby. of something. Right. But the, the people on top never go to jail. So. Okay. And on that note. Yep. Bye, y'all. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all.